Welcome everyone to the Back Pegs uh, second episode of the AFC Asian Cup for 2023. And uh, thank you to everyone who checked out our preview for the tournament. And we've had the entirety of Match Day 1 played out in front of our eyes. And uh, Laz, you're here with me to uh, run through the uh, big stories, the headline news from Match Day 1. Uh, firstly, on a broader sense, what have you made of the tournament so far? Enjoyed it? Um, yeah, it hasn't been a bad tournament, actually. It's been pretty good, I, I think. Um, yeah, there have been a... I wouldn't say that there have been any surprises. I, I, I you know, I, I don't think there have been, um, yeah, I don't think there have been any standout, standout surprises. I think it's been um, pretty good. There were a couple of dry games, I have to say, a couple of games which were a, t- a turgid watch. But uh, other Look than that, Uzbekistan, Syria, that, yeah, that one, <laughs> that one in particular, yes, that one in particular. But um, yeah, China, Tajikistan. Was a was probably better the better of the two nil or draws. I have to say yeah. that that happened to be that that same uh, night after the Socceroos game. But let's just say I'm not racing out to watch that one again. No, no, no. That's true. Uh, neither am I. But um, yes, it's um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interestingly poised. This one here. Look, the favourites have you know have arrived. Um, you know, they've made their statements, like the well-regarded uh, teams, some better than others. Yes, indeed. I think every team in the top five or six favourites all picked up good wins. Qatar, Australia, Japan, Korea, Saudi Arabia, they all looked apart. Iran as well. Uh, they all looked like, as we expected coming into this uh, Asian Cup in terms of the results they got. Uh, as you say, no surprises with many of the results, if any. Um, so we're sort of looking for match day two and three for a little bit more intrigue in terms of a shock result. Mm-hmm. Uh, compare and contrast that with AFCON because it's been crazy on that front. Yeah. But um, but with this true. tournament, um, yeah, waiting for it to, to really explode. I think the arrival for this tournament for mine was the Japan-Vietnam first half. That was incredible. Yes, agree. Yeah, <laughs> That was agree. the best 45 minutes of this tournament. So far, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, fact, in, in fact, I would dare say... Um, uh, and I hope you well, not I hope you agree, but I think you you might. Um, I think that's probably the best game so far, the most entertaining yeah. game so far. And um, quality wise, wasn't bad. Vietnam did impress. Mm, they did taking the lead. And look, Japan's quality came through at the end, as we kind of expected. Mm. But Vietnam showed that they're a little bit vulnerable at the back, and they do have a, a little bit of a soft center. Japan, if the he can exploit in the right manner, which uh, they were able to do. Just they couldn't stop the the wonderful talent they've got up front. Like yeah. Takumi, Takumi Minamino, what a player for this level. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, he's just a great player. Full stop. You know, is is a joy to watch. Is a joy to watch. For mine, for mine, he's the standout player from Match Day One on an individual basis. Yep. yep. Oh, oh, um, that's an interesting one, Nathan. That's a, a very interesting one. Um. I might say a fifth from Qatar with a double. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Qatar did open up that uh, the tournament pretty well, but um, from a performance, yeah, a fifth maybe from Qatar. Look, I think you're right though. Minamino was just brilliant, absolutely mm. brilliant, absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And I enjoyed watching Lee Kang in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine. That's the goal of match day one that he scored against Bahrain from 25 yards out. Yeah. A beautiful strike. and It was a beautiful uh, strike. It capped off a great performance from him. He's got some swagger about him, doesn't he? 
It sure does. It sure does. I think this. Um, I think this South Korean side have got a bit of swagger. Mm. They, they, you know, they look okay to me. They look like you know they yes you know came but you know Bahrain managed to equalise but then yeah it wasn't an issue after that I think I think they were very good. Um, Nakamura for mine I think was the goal of the match day but um, oh, geez look there were goals there were I mean even we. You know, we mentioned the nil or draw, the two nil or draws. There were goals in, you know, in this tournament, and you can't complain aside from those two nil or draws uh, that they haven't been entertaining. The, and it's a, you know, you can tell the football's being played at a, you know, decent pace. The climate is, a, you know, is conducive to that. So yeah, it, it looks like it's a gonna, going to be a quality tournament in in the main, right? Um, I was a bit concerned with having the 24 teams, to be honest. I don't know, you know, we discussed that. But so far, pass mark for mine from a quality perspective as well. I think so, yeah. I don't think any team has been embarrassed. The biggest goal on was the no. Jordan 4-0 over Malaysia, but every team's had their chances. They've had their moments where mm. some took them, some didn't. And yes. you really could have seen a lot more upsets in this first match day. They, that, they were on the table. They just didn't uh, eventuate. Um, for mine, Laz, the standout moment of match day one probably happened uh, overnight with uh, Saudi Arabia against Oman. Yep, yep. The uh, the very late winner and the relatively yes. late equaliser where coming into the, the match, there's been a lot of rumblings of discontent and mm-hmm. players falling out with the manager or over playtime and all yep. sorts. But I think that result is going to be really impactful for them and galvanising mm-hmm. words that go along with that, I think. That yes. really will hold them in good stead, and it was against the best team in their group as well. So I probably would have Saudi Arabia going through now on nine points. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that was a, a really good performance. And look, as far as uh, – or good result rather, not a performance. Um, mm. You're right as far as um, putting to bed any murmurs or anything of that nature. It's still really early in Mancini's tenure there, so I don't understand why there's this – noise of discontent there however um yeah look i think the saudis are in a, in a really good spot yeah they look good and laz we're about to talk about socceroos and we're going to spend a, a decent amount of time on uh how they fared against india which uh, we've definitely got some thoughts on but yeah sure aside from that is there any other talking points from match day one that you want to cover off uh look you know we look i think qatar were impressive so I think they're the favourites in Group A. I think you would you would agree with that. I would now, yeah. I, yeah. I had China winning the group in our preview, but uh, based on match day one, and yes, recency bias is a thing, but match day one in isolation, it looks like China are misfiring in Qatar, uh, looking to make amends on 14 months ago. I reckon China are in trouble. Yeah, it wasn't good against Tajikistan. Mm. And I think if Lebanon... anything, Tajikistan were closer to a win. Correct. And I think Lebanon could trouble China. Mm. Yeah. Right, as a um, as, as a bit of a, a dark horse there, or a bit of an upset. Um, Uzbekistan, Syria. Well, that's one game I don't want to see again. <laughs> um, it was but, a tough watch on the four minute highlights. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but watching it, you know, watching the the longer highlights, the longer form highlights, it was, yeah. Uh, I'd rather not watch that again. And I feel sorry for the uh, soccerers. And analysis teams having to sit through that, Ross. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're not wrong there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeez. 
um, UAE and Iran, by far the uh, best teams in, in, in that group, Group C. Um, Hong Kong and Palestine did give a decent account of themselves, but I think they, um, not by far the best teams, but they showed their quality came to the fore, although UAE had, did have two penalties. Yeah, that should, be, that should be mm-hmm. of note. Um, yeah, Hong Kong were better so than a 3-1 loss. They were. They were. Yep, they were. Um, but nevertheless, the right side won, or the better team won. Yeah, yeah. You know, yes, absolutely, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Japan. I was impressed by uh, Thailand, I think. Yeah, I was they, gonna, uh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. They played yeah. well against Kyrgyzstan. I, I think they were great. Mm. And can they trouble Oman, perhaps? Yeah, I think they can. Mm. Because you had them going through in second, didn't you? Yep, yep. I think they can. Looks like um, it's coming to fruition. Well, I hope so. I hope <laughs> so. I, I hope so. I think they can trouble them on. Um, they, you know, they they look uh, they looked okay. Yeah, Japan, Vietnam, like we said, great game. You know, nothing much to be said there. Much more to be said there on that front. Indonesia versus Iraq. Um, what do you make of Iraq's performance? I think they look pretty good. Like, mm. They will build coming into this tournament as a team who's got renewed hope, renewed uh, expectation for what they can achieve at an Asian Cup. I not winning it, of course, but making the the knockouts and perhaps winning a game in the knockouts, making quarterfinal would be a good yep. tournament for them. Yeah, agree. I don't. I didn't see anything in that match that made me think otherwise. Yep. How about travelling Japan? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. They might get uh, some chances. Yeah, I think they will. Like if Vietnam can put two goals past Japan, then. Iraq definitely can, but yeah, I do think Japan will be too strong. Yeah, I think so too. Like I think a three-one or something like that. Mm, when yeah. when that you know, but we will get onto those uh, fixtures shortly. South Korea, great performance. Jordan, um, impressive uh, against Malaysia. Malaysia were you know um, probably the biggest disappointment of the match day one as far as uh, lack you know lack of fight. Maybe I think they did the best that they could, but just mm. that's probably the the difference in quality at this at this point they they weren't um they weren't at it compared to the other teams in that group at all um but yeah yeah you're right to mention thailand and i think we need to get onto the socceroos nathan because if people were had it you know could see our chat on saturday night um <laughs> yes it wasn't uh, it, it left the you know a few, i think it raised a few more questions than gave us answers well, it didn't raise any new questions. Uh, did it? I think it, I, th- I think it raised the same questions that we've had previously. Uh, with well, the Socceroos. well said. Yeah, let's phrase um, it that way. Because over the past, I don't even know how long now, let's say two years, mm. the Socceroos have had real trouble breaking down defences. And uh, many a time in the last two years, the uh, set pieces with Harry Suter's been able to bail the team out. Yep. Um. And yes, set piece goals count as much as regular sure. goals. Of course, they do. But you still want to be able to make goals in open play and not have to rely on your your gigantic centre back to just tower over everyone else and score easy headers. Um, the Socceroos were devoid of any real creativity for most of the game, if not all of it. And I think I only got the lineup wrong for mine. I agree with you. I wouldn't have started either of the fullbacks that did. I agree with you. I think it should have been Jordy Boss and Nathaniel Atkinson. Yes, I know I had Gavin Jones. Uh, in my ideal yeah. Socceroos team in our preview, yeah. but that was more for later yeah. down the line of the tournament. Yeah. Against India, who, yeah, they had a couple of chances themselves, but didn't pose a real threat to Australia. You can allow Boss and Atkinson to just mm. get up the pitch and 
uh, try and overwhelm the defence, which I don't think the Indian defence got that overwhelmed, especially in the first half. I thought it was relatively easy for them. Yeah, they was. scrambled well, yeah, but they... we definitely made it easy. I agree with you. There was a level of predictability in the first half. I think the second half was better from the Socceroos um, compared to the first. Um, I agree with you with regards to the fullbacks. I think Beige, though, of the two, was better, right? Um, yeah, you saw the difference that um, uh, that Boss made. And likewise, um, you know, Atkinson. I think, I think uh, Atkinson does start the next one, though, and Boss. But I don't think they should. I think what they need to do is I'm okay if they make the changes instead of it making it at the 70-minute mark, make them at the 60-minute mark. Mm. Give them half an hour, right? Yeah. I, th- I think I think those fullback changes, if you're going to make them, give them half an hour, you know, and then make uh, attacking changes. What did, what did you make of uh, Fornaroli coming on? I think he offered a bit more. He did, game. didn't he? Yeah. And I was in two minds in the previous show. I'm still in two minds sure. about Fornaroli's role in this team. Should he mm. start games or should he be an impact sub? I think he's best as an impact yeah, sub. I agree with you. Um, but... We need something in the 60 minutes before he comes on. Yeah. And we didn't see enough from Mitch Duke. We didn't see enough from the other players in the attacking lineup. I think Craig mm. Goodwin had a pretty poor game. Uh, we'll and... get on to Goodwin in a minute. <laughs> uh, I said to you in the, in the chat that if Australia are to make a deep run at this tournament, then that's got to be Goodwin's worst game at this tournament mm. Um, mm. because he was his radar was off big time in terms of his crossing and his delivery. Mm. Um from dead balls and wide areas yep. as well. Um, yep. Connor Metcalf didn't really do it for me either. No. Uh, Ryan McGree, I'm expecting to start the next game. I was going to say, what did you make of McGree and um, Sammy Silvera coming on? Yeah, much better. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, they were really um, good. They made, made the real difference. Yep, correct. Correct. You saw it straight away. As soon as uh, McGree and Boss came on, they yep. combined a score. <laughs> Not that Boyle played poorly. Right, um, but yeah, I, like when you compare Boyle against Goodwin, Boyle, Boyle was better. But the changes and full credit to Graham Arnold, right? The changes made the difference. They were really, you know, really uh, impressive, and it gives him a bit of a, a headache as far as hey, does he go and pick these um, these players that impressed, or does he just purely leave them for impact? And I think he will just leave them for impact. So there was a question mark over Riley McGree's fitness coming into this tournament. So maybe yep. he only played the small amount he did because he's coming back from sure. uh, his time out. And maybe by match day three, he'll start. I don't know if he'll start against Syria, but maybe against Uzbekistan, he'll be ready to. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a question of like, because Martin Ball had a poor game for mine. Oh, he was better than um, Goodwin. Yes, he was better than Goodwin. But mm. that's what I mean, I mean. Like, as far as he went okay. It was. It yeah. wasn't poor. It, it, from by mine, it wasn't poor. Goodwin was poor. Goodwin was really poor, actually. He was. He was. A- and he's afraid to take on a player. Mm. And I don't understand it. I do not understand that for the life of me. If if you're a winger, right, you've got to mix it up a little, right, and you can't just leave the defender in front of you all the time, and you're just pumping balls into the box or trying to pump a ball into the box. Because yeah. that, that's what his go-to was. Very rarely did he actually look to play a you know a, a one-two or a you know have a dribble. Because that's the thing, Craig Goodwin's got such a good left foot in terms of finishing and his work inside the box. We saw that many times with Adelaide. Correct. I don't know if it's instruction that he's been asked by Arnie to hug the sideline and 
just pump balls in for for Duke and for Sutar when he's up. But like, surely, even if those are your instructions, you've got to still mix it up a bit when you're on the, out on Correct. the pitch yourself. It's okay to hug the touchline, right? But you've got to be able to get in behind your opponents as well. Mm. And he never showed any initiative to actually get in behind anyone at any point during the game. It was very frustrating to to see Goodwin play that way, actually, when you know he's capable of it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that was that was immensely frustrating. You know, but it was good to see, actually, to be fair, um, Boss and Beige on the park at the same time. Yeah. How often they were more yeah. advanced and uh, yeah. offering something a little bit different. Mm. And it's sort of it's getting to kitchen sink time then, perhaps, if you're having them both on at the same time. Um, so we'll see how many of the players who came off the bench will start against Syria. Mm. Uh, Laz, have you got positives from the Australia indie game? Um, subs? Yeah, look, oh, I think Jackson Irvine played really well. Um, Manny Ryan did a decent job, although there was one point where he, he did scare me a little. Bat Ryan. Yep. <laughs> Bat Ryan. Um, yeah, look, the back four was solid. They weren't tested, though, to be fair. Yep. All right. I mean, the centre halves weren't tested. Um, the the ball movement between the defender the the defensive line and midfield was pretty good, um, and it's I'm okay with you know getting the ball forward and playing the ball forward, which we did see a fair bit of that during the game, right? But the frustration was the final third. Yeah, India, um, India. Mine- I was going to say India did scramble. Sorry, no, India did scramble very well. I that you know they put their body on behind everything, you know. They were like Bollywood stunt doubles. Seriously. <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> full credit to them. Full credit to them because they got their bodies to everything that they could. Like, you know, it, it was amazing. The ball movement was pretty quick uh, at times, though, with the Australians, which was impressive. But even yeah, quicker I, even quicker when the subs made came on. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think I, I ought to mention uh, Keanu Bacchus. I think he had a really good game. Yep. He was among... The best for the starters for the Socceroos, mm. definitely in the top two or three. Um, and really impressed by his performance in that shirt. And I think that's his pretty much locked down now for the foreseeable. Uh, I agree, he's a mainstay, yeah. For this, tournament I think that now. midfield of Bacchus and Irvine, yep. I don't think either of them are gonna see a minute on the bench aside from rest if the opportunity comes. Mm. Well, yeah, look, okay, question mm. Australia pl- beats Syria. Um, does Arnie rest? Does Arnie rest anyone for that game against Uzbekistan in the last game on the last game day? Because the you know the the period of time between games is not as um long as what it is in a in in like sorry, I should say the period between games rather in a World Cup in the last World Cup seemed longer than what it does here. So does he go down that path and rest? players uh for mine if i was arnie you play your strongest team your best team tomorrow night against syria yep and provided the soccerers pick up three points which like syria had their chance to have a better team against uzbekistan but i still make the soccerers favorites assuming it is six out of six on the board i think you pretty much rest everyone who even remotely needs a rest against uzbekistan because you can't lose last yeah that's true (laughs) you either you either get the result you need to finish top to draw, better win. Yeah, and by fortune, if you finish second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you cock it up and finish second, <laughs> you're on the better side of the draw for the knockouts. So that's right. 
<laughs> Graymon on fourth dimensional chess. <laughs> but yeah, there's no risk for resting players in the third match. No, you're right. You're right. So go for it for mine. Fair enough. Uh, Laz, what Fair are you enough. looking forward to on match day two? Oh, hang on. No, before you go there, what were your positives out of the soccer is? I think we covered off a lot of it for mine. Mm. The, a lot of the substitutes put themselves forward for deserving of a shirt for the Serie game in terms of a start. Uh, I think a solid debut for Gethin Jones in a competitive game. Yep. Uh, didn't really do uh, much wrong. Didn't overly stand out. No. Keep it balanced, but I don't think he put a foot wrong. Um, and I don't really like fullbacks inverting for the Socceroos. Why is that? I mean, I don't think the Socceroos have the quality on the ball to see the benefits of fullbacks inverting and overloading midfield generating space and going about your business in unlocking a low block in that manner, I think. Yep. So you, the Socceroos you, you want the traditionally full, yeah. are about pace, power, get the fullbacks down to the byline. Down the, yeah, I was going to say, you want the, yep. you want the fullbacks um, you know, bombing down the sidelines rather than... Yep. Look, I think it suits the Socceroos better, and I also think it, it suits my football brain better as well because I want more <laughs> fast, entertaining football. <laughs> Gary, you want Gary, you want Gary Neville style, but yes. that's okay. <laughs> or, yeah. or or Roberto Carlos style. That's that's fair mm. enough. I, I agree with you. Look, uh, you make a valid point there. That's no doubt. Um, match day two. I tell you what. Um, look, obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing what Australia do on Thursday night, tomorrow night, as we record. Um, so, I think I think that's going to be an interesting game. I think that's going to be a very interesting game because Syria are a team that do trouble Australia for some reason. Mm. You know, so we've you know we're familiar with them. Um, it's going to be an interesting watch. There's no doubt about that. Uh, of the other games, oof, highlight for yeah. me for match two Iraq Japan. I think that's going to be an absolutely cracking game. Um, Can I interest you in a Jordan Courier? Yeah. Um, I, I think that'll be, yeah, yeah, as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. How about, uh, how about Oman, Thailand? Now that'll be a tasty game. Yeah. That will be a tasty that's game. That's my pick in terms of the most yeah. intrigue I've got. Should we, should we go through the uh, games as quickly? Just, uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Let's go we through We shall. It. So tomorrow night, uh, actually tonight, Les, we can uh, yeah. kick off match day to yes. the, uh, China. will know the uh, results by the time they hear Correct. this, but tonight overnight, we've got Lebanon, China, as you say as well as Tajikistan against Qatar. Correct. And tomorrow night, into the morning, we have Syria, Australia at 10.30, India, Uzbekistan, 1.30, and Palestine, UAE, 4.30. Yep. And then Friday night starts with Iraq, Japan, which you say is going to be very interesting indeed, uh, leading into Vietnam, Indonesia. Asia. kept yep. getting billed as a uh, Southeast Asian derby. I don't know if uh, these two <laughs> countries really have any hatred for one another, but... No. Uh, we're going to wait and see. Yep. <laughs> uh, and the late game on Friday night, Saturday morning, is Hong Kong, Iran, mm. which might be a little bit of a bloodbath, unfortunately, for Hong Kong, but hopefully not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saturday night, we have Jordan, South Korea, uh, leading into Bahrain, Malaysia, and yep. on Monday morning, Oman, Thailand, and Kyrgyzstan, Saudi Arabia. Yes. Yeah. Now, plenty to look forward to, Nathan. Mm. Plenty to look forward to. So, yeah, it looks like... Um, yeah, it, it looks like there's going to be some really tasty games. Oman, Thailand, like you said, yep, that's a tasty affair. Um, any potential upsets do you see? Do you foresee in this second match day? Hmm. I wonder if uh, Jordan can do something against Korea. I know they had an easy time of it against Malaysia, but can they yep. step up 
to a, a much tougher opponent, of course, uh, can they ruffle some feathers? Because South Korea, particularly with the goal they conceded, mm. their defense were caught at sixes and sevens. That's a good point. That's a very good point, actually. Yes, you're right. Yeah, they were, uh, and it wasn't, and it wasn't the only time with that goal. Mm. Yeah, they were a little bit uh, disorganized uh, at times. Um, look, South Korea great going forward, but I, I don't know if they're going to be um, solid enough at the back to win this thing. Mm. That's the only query that I have, and I'm glad that you mentioned that actually because that was uh, something off note. Absolutely. Even uh, though they may have the uh, best defender at the tournament in, in Kim Min Jae. True. <laughs> it shows that uh, one defender doesn't make a, a defender. Absolutely. Either. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, look, I think you're right with regards to the potential upset. Could be Jordan, South Korea on the cards. The only other one I, I would say is I don't think Iraq and Japan's going to be an upset, but I think uh, Thailand will get the biscuits over Oman. I think that would count as an upset. And Not yes. in your mind, Laz, but no, uh, that's right. The that's why. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. No, I agree with you. So yes. So I think we've um, ha- okay. Predictions for the Socceroos. Uh, I think we will win. I think we will struggle again because I mm-hmm. don't think Arnie's gonna. Oh, I don't think Arnie will have discovered the magic formula in the last couple of days. Yep. Um, Syria very dangerous on the break. I do think they'll score. I'm gonna go for a two-one nervy finish. That's the score I've got too, Nathan. So that's the score I've got as well. I think we've hit the backpack on this one. We have. Thanks, everyone, for checking out uh, this episode of uh, our Asian Cup coverage. Uh, do let us know your uh, standout moments and uh, stories from Match Lab 1 of the Asian Cup. Give us your best players. Who stood out for you on the park? And uh, also, what are you looking forward to in Match Day 2? Uh, we're going to be back to uh, recap on everything that's gone on in the next couple of days. But for now, it's been a pleasure, Laz, and we're going to talk shortly about the AFCON. Indeed, indeed. Thanks again, Nathan, and enjoy the football, all.